So oh. they just broke their own Star Wars universe here with a crazy <laughs> crossover. So, I mean, I'm okay with accepting that Jar Jar saved Grogu because that's exactly what happened. No one's okay with that, Alec. Only you. <laughs> the fact that we're even referencing Jar Jar Binks on this episode just means it got a little worse. Welcome to What's Our Verdict. I'll be your host today, the real Ginge, a.k.a. Matson, better red than dead with my co-host, Alec. Let's get it. We are without our, as Alec, and how you always, how do you always outro introduce JJ? Um, the, I use Babe Ruth nickname so we can go with like the Sultan of Swat, the Caliph <laughs> of Clout. I've never Man, the myth, that. the legend, JJ. That's, that's so funny. Uh, for our listeners, JJ has uh, had some difficulties, and we wish him well. But this is an, an impromptu step in, big boy status from, from Alec and I trying to run today on what we'll be reviewing, the Mandalorian Chapter 20, The Foundling, uh, that just dropped uh, yesterday evening, today being Thursday, yesterday being Wednesday, for those of you that are uh, worried about the calendar. We're going to be talking all about today. Uh, so I think with that, Alec, give us your just overarching thoughts. Uh, happy to. I hope you notice I wore my professional glasses. Yes. Looking... JJ isn't here. I wanted to make sure I gave out the right professional spirit with the podcast. Um, Mandalorian Chapter 20, I think, was my favorite chapter ever. Um, wow, you know, it's a bold strong statement. stance, strong stance. Ever, we're talking all 20 episodes. We're talking all 20 episodes. I enjoyed this more than seeing Luke Skywalker show up. Uh, reason being, we finally get some Grogu backstory, and I think they did a very good job with uh, the way they told that story. We get to see Mandalorians kick some butt, um, and we get to just kind of experience experience everything thrown into together and all nice little bit um so it was amazing i absolutely loved it every single second i was tuned in the tv so yeah favorite episode so far okay strong opinion i mean especially after episode 19 was so terrible (laughs) yeah i mean episode 19 comparatively speaking to this one uh was not bad yes charles no jj he's had just Bad luck two to two recording days in a row for very, very different reasons. So uh, as you know, Charles JJ, I think this is his officially second ever missed recording. Uh, for those like, keeping score at home. Quite rare. Whereas <laughs> me, like, I mean, I might just be gone for another month. Like, Max has been here for two recordings. Yes, great. <laughs> it is funny. I, I'm I'm happily taking vacations, doing cool things. Alec will miss a few here and there. JJ's our stalwart defender. Kind of like the Mandalorian. You can always count him. He always shows up. We'll see. Anyways, let me talk a little bit about my opinions here. Uh, I mean, anything was going to be better than episode 19, in my opinion. It felt like they just returned to what made Mandalorian so great. And I was not expecting a Grogu backstory. Uh, Was not prepared for that at all i wish we did have jj here i don't know if the jedi that whisked uh grogu away i'm not sure what the the connection is there what planet or 
political group or whatever that was. I don't even know. If, I'm assuming you don't know Alec because I have not no a clue. Idea. <laughs> um, so we'll have to wait till episode 20, 21 for a, a little bit of fill in there since we don't have JJ here. But I'm sure I would think we'd get another back a little bit more on there because how he Grogu got on the ship, didn't get on the ship, have no idea. And I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm also curious why he got a circular breastplate and not like a little Grogu baby breastplate. Um, but we'll have to we'll have to see on that. But I mean, I think the overall subject matter just felt quintessential Mandalorian. There wasn't any tie to the overarching Star Wars universe. It was what was happening right then and there and something needed to be done about it. And that's really for me what's made Mandalorian so great is it hasn't been necessarily involved with these other ancillary overarching stories like episode 19 tried to do and it just as you guys know we felt it fe- landed a little flat uh so this one felt like a good return to what it should be i'd agree um and i yeah i have no idea who that jedi guy was but i'm glad that we finally know who got grogu out just don't know his name <laughs> <laughs> and charles says 3.5 spans movies out of five. I do feel like this story needed to get kicked in a higher gear. A bit tired of hearing this is the way a dozen times in the episode. That's true. They do say that quite a bit. Um, Great. Oh. says that individual is an established character, but foggy on the details. Great. Well, shame on you for not having the details because we sure need it <laughs> this time around. We probably need to consult the old Google on on who that individual was, but since I'm emceeing, I'm usually the Google guy, so we might I have got to, it, Matt. Might have to I turn got Alec it. into that. Uh, in terms of one question I have for Gray or Charles, or, or obviously myself and Alec, is is Grogu on set? He looks to be like an actual physical Grogu, but with some CGI interspersed. The reason I say this because the little fight scene, the duel scene with the darts. The way they showed him flipping and whatnot, I mean, it literally just looked like they took him like he was a rigid form with that way and then came back. And I felt like if he was true CGI, they could have shown more flexibility in Grogu. I don't know. Um, Isn't he a puppet? I thought he was a puppet. Yeah, like a puppet or something. I think he's a puppet because the way they had him flip, it just, the the cutscenes that they did, it looked kind of, I mean, it looked bad to be, be completely honest, but I was curious there. I think he's a puppet. Okay, I got your answer for you, Matson. I hear you. And they just broke Star Wars. So Grogu is saved uh, by Jedi Master Kelleran Beck. Okay. The actor who portrayed Kelleran Beck is Ahmed Best, who voices Jar Jar Binks. So they just broke their own Star Wars universe here with a crazy (laughs) crossover. I mean, I'm okay with accepting that Jar Jar saved Grogu because that's exactly what happened. No one's okay with that, Alec. Only you. <laughs> the fact that we're even referencing Jar Jar Binks on this episode just means it got a little worse. <laughs> that's well, that's interesting. Speak for yourself. Jar Jar Binks is the best Star Wars character. Kelleran Beck. I quite like that name. Yeah, it's a. It's Maybe a I'll change Jedi. my my unborn child. I for the for our listeners that don't know, nobody knows. I am going to be having a baby boy later this year. And I may have to switch up the name because Keller and Beck, that's not bad. Not bad Jar at all. Jar Jar Binks. Do it. Jar Jar. Name your child Jar Jar. Charles chimes in. The flip didn't seem to have CGI. In general, he is a puppet. Grogu walking does make me chuckle. Yes on that, Charles. Like, I don't have any problem with him, like, doing the little walk. He's so cute. But 
when that little fight scene, how they did, I was like, I don't know, it just looked looked bad. But otherwise, very cute puppet. And then Charles says, "Is JJ short for Jar Jar?" <laughs> it it is now. It it might just have to be. I don't know how. It, I'm assuming he would hate that, but Charles, you're gonna have to chime in. I feel like there may be a new Patreon name involved right there. Potentially, Ooh. maybe get off my train and do something else there. But we we digress a little bit here. Um, Alec, what do you think about the 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 chase scene and the build up to defeating what looked like a pterodactyl on steroids? Uh, I did feel like that was a bit odd. Um, the whole kind of chase dynamic. Uh, I did feel bad for that one little uh, Mandalorian child because that's the same poor bastard who nearly got cro- eaten by the crocodile, only to get carried off by a pterodactyl dragon. So that's unfortunate for that dude. Uh, but if I had a least favorite part, that it would be kind of this chasing, um, just because it almost felt like it didn't belong. Um, but I mean, was it symbolic and important because it's giving um, Bo-Katan respect in the Mandalorian community in ways that she may not have had before? And so we have to see her kind of fall into the creed, be respected by the creed for what could be happening down the road. I could see that. That's a very good point. I was more just thinking, how is everybody so stupid except for Bo-Katan? <laughs> like, and we figure out they've been chasing this dragon thing uh, several times because it keeps taking foundlings. Nobody ever thought to just follow it in a ship. <laughs> Who knows where their ships are or kill the big the thing in the water that they're shooting bombs and, and like – it blasters into you like no wonder that thing's trying to kill you all all the time because you're right it's like, like a jacuzzi over there messing with it uh gray had something to say about grogu's best breast being symbolic to the journey ahead of him he has a ton to learn emotionally physically to grow into his place amongst the mandalorians you are right about that because although grogu's 50 years old might as well be like a, a one and a half year old in humanity's terms like the way they portray him interesting and yet and yes, Charles, they're going to raise those chicks. Star Wars does something well every time. They are so good at making little animals or animals in their universe look cute. Even the ones that are terrifying and will eat you. Absolutely. Um, that's um, turned into merchandise. What was I going to say? I wanted to... I, yeah, I just think that the Bo-Katan part's intriguing me. I know last episode I criticized her for her lack of acting ability, but when, when her physical self isn't on screen, like, uh, but she's doing the voiceovers for the character, I, I think she's very good at delivering and, and bringing weight to her character. So I was happy to kind of get back to what felt like quintessential Mandalorian. Let's keep the helmets on. She only took it off to look at her food, didn't say anything, and I thought it worked better. That's true. Um, I do enjoy kind of that whole uh, keep the helmet on aspect because it allows for funny food humor. <laughs> like, uh, oh, yeah, everybody just goes off and eats in the dark. <laughs> by but themselves. <laughs> the one leading the pack gets to stay at the fire. I mean, I, I like those rules. And yes, Charles, thanks for the congrats there. Tons of kid programming in my future. Hope to have my own baby, baby Yoda. Uh, just have some good bonding times. I don't know if I'll be putting my future son into a duel, uh, but Grogu's a little bit more special than my unborn child. So, um, 
Alec, what other thoughts you have about this episode or speculations? I know JJ's usually the guy I go to to ask these things. I don't know if, if your brain can compute any of this. Oh, it can't. Absolutely not. Um, but I am curious to see, you know, the next step they take. Because um, we talked a little bit about it on the last episode where we have this warlord, right? That's kind of in the Mandalorian system. Mm-hmm. We have that, that, that kind of story that still needs to be told. We have this uh, mythosaur that's under the, you know, surface on Mandalore that uh, I thought that was funny when Bo-Katan was trying to tell the armor, like, no, I saw one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. In your dreams. Absolutely. 100%. Um, <laughs> and so there's that unfinished story. Then, you know, there's got to be something else or I hope that there's something else that they're going to try and tie in last week's episode to make it not so sucky. Uh, So I'm completely lost, but I hope that we get more exciting stuff like this episode because it was amazing. Um, And, you know, if they happen to be able to tie up one of these stories soon, I think I'd be super duper happy. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say. I think Charles commented on this a little bit earlier. While this episode was entertaining and kind of fun and cute, it's, it's still hard to know where we're going this season and what what's going to be the kind of bow on the season, what we're driving towards. I don't really think we have any clue. I could see something having to do with Bo-Katan and her gaining respect in the clan. I feel like they're going to have to return the Mandalore because of the Mythitar. It being brought up again today, she putting it as an insignia on her her shoulder plate, but how that ties into what happened last episode with the, the Republic and the cloning and maybe Thrawn. I don't know. I don't, I don't see, um, I don't see where that's going potentially, but Charles just dropped a comment on, did we see who's starring in episode 21 potential clone where the next episode goes? No, Charles, I uh, did not see that. So I'm going to have to consult L Alec for the Google right now as he looks that up. Okay, let's see. Type while Alec is doing that, uh, Gray had a thought here. Bo-Katan is one of the older Mandalorian families, so that underpinning the difference in the old guard versus the newer, the youngling drama was to show the shit they have to go through from a young age, building up the badassery of the Mandalorian culture. You know, for the amount of training, it, it, I think I said it last episode that the Mandalorians are the Sparta of Star Wars, and I think this episode, is, as Gray pointed out, certainly did a good job building up and also showing that Grogu has got a a ways to go um, in his particular journey as well. But I'm curious to see how the Mandalorian culture and Grogu's future, how they blend together, because that's a very unique upbringing. Has Google consulted us on who's starring in episode 21? Google has not consulted us very well. I'm getting uh, Pedro Pascal and Carl Weathers. So... Google has failed us. <laughs> Charles, if you don't know anything more than we do and who's starring, you should uh, chime in now or forever uh, hold your peace there. It might be the glasses, Alec. It might be holding you up. Oh, that's true, but they're so comfy. And uh, nightmare and fueling. Uh, so, Matson, I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you think we will have in any point in this season maybe a flash forward Um, because we've now kind of figured out a decent chunk of uh, Grogu's past, right? Baby Yoda's past, but we still kind of have no idea where he's going. We do know that he ages slower, slower than everybody. 
So I would kind of like to see maybe even a glimpse of a flash forward to adolescent Grogu when he's like 100 or even adult Grogu. And what would that do for us as a... Because that would obviously outpace Din Djarin and the timeline mm-hmm. we're in now. And so what perspective does that give you as a, a viewer just to see what could Just be? to kind of see where we're all going with this. Because we know, you know, Baby Yoda is going to far outlive Din Djarin and everybody he's currently around. Um, if he stays as kind of like a Mandalorian family, he's going to be around for a very long time. Mm. Maybe get the Darksaber and be the Mandalore. Um, or something like that. Any kind of oh, I, okay. I can see where Grogu's kind of going. I, I can see what you're saying there. Like that, that would be cool to see. Does he keep any of his Mandalorian roots? Yeah, two hundred years down the line from now. Uh, yeah, and I I don't need like a like a full blown story, but like a little glimpse of something. Uh, I think that'd be kind of cool because I'm a little bit at the point, even though I love this episode and I love the show that they just gonna run this out until there's no more left to run um or are we going to get a jump or a glimpse of the grander universe uh for these characters Um, and just a little bit of hint of hey we might go this way yeah well gray seems to think thanks uh gray for the congrats uh she thinks the mandalorian might be the one who has to stand between thrawn and the backside of the new republic you know if i had to put my money in a prediction it's probably going to be that because that seems to be the most straightforward based off what we're presented but as charles kind of said and what we're speculating on these next couple episodes i do think need to certainly lean in a direction of of where this is going because this season especially i just don't know what we're building towards and we're already what are we we're halfway through because there's only eight episodes so the time the time is now uh for them to do that so Maybe next episode will be another 45 to one hour that hopefully is more applicable than the one previously on on telling a story of what's next. Alex, do you have any other final thoughts? I mean, this episode, all things considered, pretty short, pretty pretty straightforward in terms of what was presented. Not not a lot of meat on the bones beyond just the cool visuals and cute little baby Yoda doing his thing. Yeah, I got nothing else. I mean, I loved it. I'm excited for next week, which is a lot better than I was feeling last week mm-hmm. <laughs> about this week. Uh, so I'm excited to see where they go. I'm excited for next episode. How about yourself? Do you have any extra little tidbits you want to add in? No, I don't have any cool Star Wars knowledge to drop like our uh, uh, JJ would here, but I'm excited. I appreciated this episode being a little bit shorter, but jam-packed and kind of getting back to the roots I'm very curious if we're going to see the Minotaur later in this episode or some Thrawn reference or more of the tying episode 19 to the, what the rest we're going to see. And I hope to see some of that play out to give us something more overarching that we can start to look forward to. Because I would assume they're going to continue the Mandalorian along. It's doing well. Uh, but I think we need a little bit more overarching storyline than kind of just what's been presented to us currently. I All right. agree. Well, with that, turn the time back over to Al. The outro is out. <laughs> uh, thank you for tuning in to Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 4. This was a good one. We finally get to see how Baby Yoda got out of the Jedi Temple, which was quite cool. 
Uh, how did you guys like the way that story was told? Let us know in the comments. And if you made it this far in the video, go ahead and drop us a like as it helps us grow the channel. If you're looking for more What's Our Verdict in Your Life, check out all of our episodes wherever fine podcasts are found. Specifically, go check out our Scream 6 episode uh, that just released on this past Monday, March 20th. And let us know what you think. Special thanks to our current patron, the real Gin Shady. <laughs> hey, I haven't heard that one yet. You're oh, amazing. I like that one. If you guys are interested in more directly influencing the content of the podcast uh, by either voting on content or just forcing us to watch stuff, uh, check us out on Patreon where every dollar earned goes towards financing JJ's very own suit of Mandalorian armor. Uh, with that, I can't turn it back over to JJ, so I will send it back to the man, the myth, the mythosaur matador, Matson. Thank you. Thank you. Well, will end on, on this comment. Great. Thanks for chiming in. You, how you like seeing Grogu being clever, not just force sensitive. I did feel like, again, this episode, we got to see so much more of Grogu. And I'm just going to keep calling him Baby O because I hate that name. But very excited to see more of that. Uh, Charles, thanks for the uh, the new Patreon name. Greatly appreciated. Uh, we look forward to actually reviewing your um, Tucker vs. Dale and whatever the other part of that title is. We're doing that Tucker here Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I, I hate to say it, one of the better things you've actually told us to watch, which is a very <laughs> low bar, so don't get that excited. Um, but with that, thank you all for listening. We will be uh, doing this again next week live for episode 21 of The Mandalorian. Uh, check us out on Mondays for our movie reviews um, and some other things that we'll be dropping. Appreciate y'all taking the time. And until then, Whoa. take care. Bye.